0: Welcome to the Miles to Memories podcast. I'm your host for today, Joe from As Joe Flies. Sean is still recovering from his wonderful cruise on Royal Caribbean, and also he's hanging out in Florida with some hotels. We'll talk about that next week, but I am here with the man, the myth, the legend, Mark, managing editor of Miles to Memories. Did I get your title right, man? How are you doing today? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. It sounds good to me. Maybe I got a promotion just now. Who knows?
0: Hey. There you go, Sean. Pay this, man. Before we get into our Super Bowl banter, we just want to remind you, you can subscribe to the podcast at mtmpodcast.com or anywhere you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. Also, if you'd like to support us and receive bonus content, special Facebook group, special Slack group, check out patreon.com slash my... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, meetups, yes, that's true. Meetups, Vegas meetup coming up on undisclosed date because you can't know unless you're part of the in-group. Patreon.com slash Milestone Memories to join that in-group. Yeah, 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 All right, Mark, so let's talk about this Super Bowl. Your boy, not your boy. Ugh. Matt Stafford. So tired. One. <laughs> yeah, do you feel like, Spur, do you feel like when, uh, you know how, like, Red Sox fans, they all get mad because Roger Clemens went to, you know, Bill Simmons like wrote an article about this, like Roger Clemens went to the Blue Jays and won like two Cy Youngs. It's like your girlfriend leaving you and then, you know, getting into the best shape of her life. You know, is that how you feel about Matt Stafford or you know or what or is he who you uh, thought he was
1: no it's like it's weird here cuz in detroit we've been so beaten down by the ford family just abuse that we actually like the the people in this area root for people that leave like when justin verlander left and went to the astros people rooted for him to to win the World Series and then now with Matt Stafford like ever there was t-shirts being made calling the Detroit Rams and this is the closest we're going to get the Super Bowl. It's just sad. When people leave any other city that's had any modicum of success, they don't like root for that guy after they leave. They root for their team. But that's where we're at with this. Like people were wearing their Stafford jerseys watching the game and if he was your favorite player, so be it. But a lot of people just We're doing it because he used to be a lion. And of course, this morning, my inbox is full with people sending a uh, picture of a banner being hung in the the Ford field saying, our old QB won the Super Bowl. (laughs) Since we have no...
0: Like, we we, we hang banners for making the playoffs. That's how pathetic we are. Yo, see, people who root for teams that are good don't understand this. But I know how you understand this, Mark. It's like whenever our team's ever do something that is just like competent we just get all these messages from people being like oh congratulations good job you you want you were 500 on the season good great job jets you know stuff like that and it's like yo, this is tired like i don't i don't i don't need i don't need you to congratulate it's like congratulating a kid for like using the potty or something oh yeah good job kid you use the potty people congratulate us for these things for our crappy sports teams that it it doesn't feel good it makes me feel worse
1: actually it's crazy and and people were rooting for him around here and I don't get it i mean he basically and they're like see he's better all he needed was other players and it's like no he played the exact same game he played for detroit he just didn't have a defense in detroit to bail him out he didn't have you know he had megatron which is basically the same as having cup but he didn't have a secondary like obj and stuff he was good for two touchdowns two bad picks and like usually a fourth quarter comeback and then the defense would just give up a 67 yard field goal or something stupid like that afterwards so he played exactly the same he's not any better he's not any worse he's just above average And he had a great defense this year, so they bailed him out. Plus, he played the Bengals, who basically played with four offensive linemen instead of five, it seemed like, because they can't block anybody to save their lives. So... Dude it they all played fix, out.
0: <laughs> I know we don't want to go too long on sports, but they need to fix their offensive line or they're going to get Joe Burrow killed. Like hey, we I got two left tackles surprised. in Detroit trade for him. Trade for one of them. Come on, take yeah, it. Yeah, like I mean I mean we could find out that he has like another MCL tear at least or something. I mean, that did not look good. It seems like you hit the nail on the head there. The difference is the Rams didn't give up a 67-yard field goal at the end of the game to tie the game because Aaron Donald is a freaking beast. So
1: you <laughs> Well, know. and also Like when you're on a Detroit team, you don't get any calls. So when a Dallas Cowboy player runs right through your wide receiver before the ball gets to him, it's not called pass interference. But when a guy plays a a great defense against you, it's called pass interference because you're not Detroit. So there you go.
0: Yeah, those calls at the end of the game were a little suspect. But uh, what are you going to do? I saw a meme, you know, using 50 cent. Hanging upside down and being like, this is the rest." when they decide to join the game at the very end. And uh, so because <laughs> yeah,
1: there's like no calls and they're like, oh, we're just going to let everything go. Now, if you sneeze
0: on the guy, it's, it's done. Yeah. yeah, the last the last two minutes. So I do understand if uh, Bengals fans feel a little bit hard done by that. Although, you know, you pulled the guy's face mask ramsey's yeah. face mask on it, that side, it, it so. evened
1: out it evened out for sure yeah
0: but speaking of 50 cent you know mark i hear you're kind of cool and by cool i mean you're a loser you don't like this stuff so you know you you weren't too big on the uh strip mall <laughs> halftime yeah. show let's stand it. Okay? let's you're build from... these
1: buildings and stand on top of them and then, and then do our thing you're from new jersey man
0: Abandoned strip malls that should be your thing <laughs>
1: yeah uh well that's what, like the other big thing like oh m&m's at halftime stafford's playing it this is as close as detroit's ever gonna get i think a lot of people our age were very excited about the halftime because this is music we grew up with and people we grew up with and and I, f- I saw a great meme that was like yeah everybody that's like 40 to 45 is like hey yeah finally they're not playing rolling stones for those old guys and stuff like that they're playing it for us young people and then 10 seconds later they figured out that now you're the old people so good it was so good <laughs> It's so true, too. I think part of it, I mean, it was cool that it was the first time they had rap at halftime and it people that we grew up with, but it was like 10 to 15 years too late, like past their prime. They still did a great job for what they are, but it's like, hey, it's a little bit later. Plus it's rap. So it's kind of hard to put on like a production. You're used to like these big things, big sets, big th- like Lady Gaga dropping from the, the roof of the stadium. And now we just build a white strip mall and then
0: stand on top of it. I mean, that's why you got to hang upside down. That's why that's That why was it, yeah, they, did,
1: they didn't say he was coming because they wanted it to be super special. And then, like, Kendrick Lamar. Like, why was he in there? That was just so random. Yeah, he, he's not old, right? I know. And then, like, the biggest name is Eminem, and he was out there for, like, 20 seconds. I was like, oh, okay. So I think that's why I was a little let down. I feel like Eminem should have been more featured, but I'm sure that was more on him. Like, he always is, like... Hey, you came before me. I want to give you respect. So plus he doesn't like the spotlight much. So I'm sure that played into it, but it just seemed like it didn't live up to my high expectations. Let's say that it was still good, but it wasn't. I had very high expectations.
0: I think what was cool was the floor that was like a map of Los Angeles or whatever. And I did like how, you know, I I didn't make the connection until they started doing California Love. I was like, oh, duh, Dre and Snoop uh, in L.A., an L.A. Super Bowl like that yeah, makes sense. That was cool. And then I liked how you know they did a lot of those overhead shots, and they were dancing on a floor that was the map of Los Angeles or whatever, like a Google Maps satellite image. And I Sean thought I love that, that. It was, Google Google yeah, image, of course, satellite. of course. Of course, he's like, oh, look at that pool. But uh, <laughs> but <laughs> did you
1: but, look at the hotel from
0: from uh, space? It looks way different, way better. Amazing, but. <laughs> I thought that that was like superimposed or like it was like just digitally we could only see it on TV and then I noticed there was actually like folds in the so it was actually a yeah, physical as we were walking on it it was like map. moving. <laughs> so, I mean that that's pretty cool. I respect the uh commitment to practical effects. Now, the total of the Super Bowl was 43. So, I did not see anyone Hilton had this promotion where you could guess the score of the game and get 56,000 points. If you're correct, uh, the total of the game.
1: I think so many people got messed up on that though. Like they just put the total and they didn't put, they wanted like 23 to 20 for 43 points. And a lot of people just put like 43 points.
0: So so they're not going to win.
1: Yeah. They're not gonna win.
0: And then there was people like Mark at Detroit Mark on Twitter. You should follow him, but you tweeted them after five PM Central yeah, Time, which is when I just threw it in you there. were supposed to do I it. I wanted but, it, and then
1: I wanted proof that I was gonna guess right and I was wrong.
0: I guess 20 yeah, to But forty three is weird. I didn't I didn't see anyone guess forty three. I haven't heard whether they got uh people got fifty six thousand somebody comment
1: somebody commented on Ryan's article that they got it right and they were like, Where's my points? And he's like, dude, like they gotta comb through all this stuff. So give them a little bit of time. I don't know how they're going to search that or figure it out. Or I'm sure they have yeah, some algorithm or something. I don't know. Maybe they'll DM everyone. I thought it was a
0: good promotion, it's though. It's Hilton. Got a so lot they, of people... they won't give you anything. <laughs> I mean, it's good for half a night. you got to take that when you can get it. <laughs> yeah. you use, you yeah. use those points. They ask you to check out at 3 a.m., but at least you're there till 3 a.m. You know, you should be happy.
1: It reminded me, what was it, Bonvoy, like two, three years ago that did something for... NFL like every Sunday they're giving away 500 points or a thousand points if you answered a question so I ended up getting like a four point Sheridan room based off of just doing those tweets so wish they'd bring that back
0: oh remember back in the day where you could write note cards to IHG and people would like mail like hundreds of note cards to get points and stuff
1: I didn't fill them all out for like both of us because I was like, there's no way they're going to honor this. I just don't think they're going to honor it. And I ended up like I filled out less than I than the full amount. But let's say I filled out 30. I ended up getting points for like 35. So they they messed up and just kept giving They didn't want to count them.
0: (laughs) Whoever, whichever poor intern was in charge of that didn't want to count them. So you got uh, all the points. Anyway, that is uh, our Super Bowl update. I do agree with people who are saying, you know, Cincinnati schools, they didn't have school today. It should just be a national holiday the day after the Super Bowl. Or just do know. it
1: Saturday night. Why are we buying to play on Sunday?
0: Yeah, that's true. College football's not happening.
1: What's, yeah. what's the deal?
0: I don't know. Yeah. So uh, let Mark and I run the country, the, the bottom line See? there. <laughs> Easy. I'm sure, I'm sure it would uh, go Cincinnati
1: great. canceled school. That's like uh, in northern Michigan for opening day of hunting season they just shut down the schools. You know, I, I, I didn't realize that until I was working up there and couldn't make a an appointment at a school or whatever and they're like, "Yeah, we're closed down for opening day." I was like, "Oh, that's not a thing down south in Michigan, but okay, got it."
0: Around you, do banks go by national holidays or do they like honor like local holidays too? Cuz like we have this made-up holiday in April called Patriots Day. Um not Patriots the team. Patriots like the Minutemen Patriots, but um you know, the banks are all still open, even though it's a local holiday and no one's in school. What about you guys?
1: Uh, I think it's just, yeah, the, the national holidays, the ones that the banker holidays. I mean, they get some random ones, but I don't think there's any, I don't think Michigan's special enough to have their own specific little local holiday.
0: <laughs> Neither is Massachusetts, for the record. It just, they just have it. I
1: did that trail. I did the trail in Boston. It took me like three minutes <laughs> to walk it.
0: Hey, three minutes for your freedom, Mark. So uh, anyway, speaking of banks, that was a terrible segue, but we're going to just go with it. What's going on with Bank of America? At the end of last episode, your cards still weren't unlocked after all that time you had spent at the branch. You know, what has happened? Are you free from fraud jail or whatever you were in?
1: Yeah, so like we were like, oh, maybe it's just a delay. And like, no, usually this stuff is instant. But we can hope. And I got on the phone, waited on hold for thirty minutes to get through to somebody in the fraud department after we finished recording. And I don't mind waiting on hold as much. I can throw AirPods in and just listen while I'm doing work and stuff. It's way better than sitting at a branch. And then the guy gets on after thirty minutes, and I'm waiting for him to be like, oh no, your wife needs to call. It's her account or something like that. He gets on, he's like, how can I help you? And I was like. I just spent two hours at a branch to get this unlocked. I did this, 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 and this, and it's still locked. What's going on? He's like, oh, okay, let me check. Oh, uh, oh, Okay, you're all set. I was like, what do you mean I'm all set? Like, what? <laughs> did they forget to just flip the switch? He's like, yeah, exactly. They just forgot to turn the card back on. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is oh so stupid. <laughs> you wasted another half hour of my time because your person couldn't click a thing. Oh, so I, I learned that time while he was on the phone. I'm like, all right, I'm going to pull up my account and log in just to make sure it's showing that it was released and it was released. And we've been fine since I haven't made any big purchases. So we'll see how that goes. But of course my wife, she's like, Oh, do you have a gas gift card? I was like, no, I don't have anything. No fuel points right now. Just put it on the bank of America card. Cause of the mint spend." She's like, Oh great. I'm going to get a fraud alert for $50 purchase.
0: <laughs> is, she, is she still agreeing to use that card? Like, yeah,
1: I mean somewhat. And then uh, I had her call on Sunday cause we wanted to downgrade She has a uh, Sapphire Preferred and the annual fee just posted. So it's going to have her downgrade. So we have a second Freedom Flex and with grocery and everything could, you know, hit up another 7,500 points this quarter plus gives me a little more bandwidth at uh, pharmacies. So I tried to do it secure message. Chase won't do that for whatever reason. I feel like they used to i know they would close cards but i feel like you could downgrade by secure message and they're like no we need to talk to you about your account when you do it so you need to call in so i had her call in on sunday morning you know you go through the prompts and all that stuff and the prompts seemed a little bit weird and then waited five minutes it's like oh someone will pick up in five minutes you hear the ring go through like normally when a, a call center employee picks up and then it just went dead and it just stays on hold she's like i've been on hold for 14 minutes nothing so i call back do this twice i don't think they had anybody working super bowl sunday i think they just said hey have the machine pick it up and just let it sit there and people will give up which is kind of crazy
0: i mean if they outsource their calls to other countries are people in those countries watching the super bowl like i don't get it i don't i don't know what what was going on. maybe they're just like we're not paying for sundays anymore i I don't it it doesn't make any sense uh, cricket world cup and we didn't know it's just happening the same weekend possibly
1: Well, and if it's on the other side of the world, like, it could potentially be Monday already, so they should be working. I don't know. So it was really weird, and we couldn't get through, and, like, the prompts were really weird. Like, you couldn't get to a representative. You had to go through all the stuff, to, and then you could push zero for representative. So I don't know what's going on, but it just kind of goes to show, like, the banking industry is just a mess still, you know, a couple years into the pandemic. And you think they would have learned by now, like, make it – Amex has chat feature – where you can do a lot of this stuff via chat. Now you didn't used to be able to do retention offers via chat. And now they do let you do it, even though I tried today and they said, Oh, that's not possible today. Try tomorrow. But for the most part, you know, making it easier, why wouldn't you make it more automated, more online stuff? You had to have somebody email me back saying, Oh, we can't do that downgrade. So they spent the same amount of time, as it would have taken them to just process the downgrade you think they'd learn
0: i mean i feel like overall things are getting a little bit better in terms of hold times and stuff like that with airlines i you know i called southwest this morning and i was only on hold for like actually i wasn't even really on i wouldn't even say i was on hold like i got through in like 30 seconds or something like that so it seems like things are getting better but it still doesn't feel quite good like i'm still every time i make a phone call I'm assuming that I'm going to be on hold for at least half an hour. This is banks, airlines, hotels, and, you know, we still haven't seen this stuff get better. And, you know, to your point, I do feel like they can automate this stuff or at least let us do it by email or uh, at the very least, I don't know why every single bank and airline and hotel or anything hasn't moved to the whole callback thing. Like how hard is is the tech is there.
1: That's the the one that gets me the most. Like, and then sometimes you'll call like a Delta or whatever, and they'll offer it. And other times they won't. And it's like, what? Just give me the the callback thing. Like, I don't want to be on here for forty five minutes. If you call me back, even if you take an hour and a half, I don't care because I know I'm already in line. So that's the easiest thing. But so many things should be automated. And Ryan, I think, wrote a post about this a couple of months ago. Like, why can't I do flight changes online with all airlines by now? Like, it's just craziness. And I had a, a diamond member reach out to me, which I'm doing a post on it right now, but they had uh, their Delta status didn't roll over their diamond medallion. And they had a flight like within a week and they're it was supposed to all roll over. But February 1st, it fell off. He's like, hey, my status didn't roll over. And he's reaching out to chat, which they send everybody to now. And the guy's like, uh, you need to pay some money or whatever to get it reactivated. You know, things happen. And you send him this thing. He's like, no. Here's the link to your terms that say it was supposed to roll over. And he resent him the same thing like, oh, yeah, you need to go here and you need to pay to reactivate or whatever. And he's like, no, you're not understanding me. So it, it was almost like bot esque. It was so funny, just back and forth. And then finally, somebody else came in and said, oh, yeah, we knew there's an issue, but we can't fix it. So he had
0: to call in and wait on hold. And then somebody in the call center could correct it for him. You know, while we're ranting about stuff, the last thing I will say is. Why does it take 48 hours for you to reply to my two-line email? Even if you got hundreds of emails a day, like it pro- and it's probably you're just cutting and pasting your response to like half of them. Like I don't understand why to me I am imagining the people replying to these emails. They just like reply to one email, drink a soda, Reply to the next email. (laughs) Yeah. Drink another soda. Reply to a third email. Go to the bathroom because they drank too much soda. Like, I just don't know what's taking so long to respond to our emails. And like like you said, uh, Amex having the chat representatives. I know chat isn't available 24-7. Like, there are times where there are no chat representatives available, but normally they're around, and it's just so much better. Yeah, way
1: bet, way better. And retention, retention departments like certain hours, but at least you have that option, especially when you're working uh, player two's accounts and you don't have to have them call. And they're like, you can call in if you want to talk to them today. Amex was like that. I was like, no, is this like forever or is it going to be back where I can get retention through chat? They're like, yeah, we'll be back. Try try tomorrow. Uh, We'll see if it's back. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not. Not burning more wife points, having her call for this too. I already wasted some on Chase, and she still needs to do that again. Yeah, you've had a rough week having your wife call for two yeah. banks, and, one and I need
0: to I need to take her on a trip or something to earn some of them back. Yeah, it's, seriously. <laughs> so let's uh pivot. You know, Ryan wrote an article. Uh, Ryan S wrote an article about how his Silver United status has. Really come in handy for him, much more than you would expect for such a lowly status. So Mark, you wanna give us a quick summary of what uh, Ryan has been able to get from his silver status with United? The main thing Ryan got he he
1: did uh if you have titanium status with Marriott, you can match it to United Silver. So he didn't even earn this status or anything like that. It's kind of a, a one of the few ways to get airline status without earning it, besides doing an airline status match from another airline, stuff like that. Um and silver status is basically like if you have a silver status and a bag of chips, you have a bag of chips usually so he was kind of surprised that he got upgraded on a domestic flight he had booked across country and he got upgraded to first class on it which is pretty rare i mean i think the closest thing i got was once we were upgraded when we did a hyatt status match to american airlines gold status me and my wife got upgraded to first class on that flight which was very unexpected but i don't know what are some of the unexpected either low tier status or upper tier status upgrades or or benefits that you've taken advantage of
0: so i have two upgrade stories that I'm going to share. You know, I've been upgraded with Hyatt a bunch of times where we talk about Hyatt all the time and I don't want to trigger Benji, so we're not going to talk about Hyatt. I think I may have told this story before, but my probably most unexpected and favorite upgrade... My wife and I were flying home from Hawaii. And this is like, you know, this, the, it was kind of like our second honeymoon. We had gotten married. We went on our honeymoon. But then two months later, my buddy who lived in Hawaii at the time was getting married. So we made a second honeymoon out of our trip to Hawaii. And we were flying a red eye back, I think on American Airlines. It was American Airlines. Um, you know, so it was Honolulu to Dallas at the time. And they asked for volunteers at the desk. And they were like, you can take the... Flight three hours from now and we'll give you like 200 bucks or something. I don't I don't remember what it was. And so we're like, great, we'll take the 200 bucks. So we took the vouchers and we were walking away. And then maybe like three or four minutes later, we were walking out of the airport, basically. And we heard Mr. and Mrs. Chung, if you could please approach the desk, uh, come by. Now, I realized later or now that uh, we could have just kept walking, never gone to the desk. And we would have just walked away with our hundreds of dollars in vouchers or whatever it was. But we went back to the desk and they were like, well, actually, uh, we have two seats for you now. um, So you can take them. And we're like, oh, crap. At that second, it was like, oh, cool. So now we don't have the money. We have to fly the flight. But then they're like, these two seats are in first class. And they were like, completely lie flat first class flight way uh, better than two hundred bucks. Way better. Way better than two hundred bucks, exactly. Or four hundred bucks for the two of us. But uh and you know, at that time we were not into miles and points, so like we had never flown first class before or things like that and so you know they're lie flat seats on wide body long haul American Airlines plane probably like a 757 or 767 I don't know Ian you can tell us later what kind of plane that was it was uh, in 2009 all right buddy so just he let probably us know has the it exact... top of his head he's like oh yeah, yeah that just, was <laughs> yeah just let us know the tail number of the flight that we took it was in august of 2009 so we got that upgrade to first class it was amazing you know that i don't know that started getting us hooked on the sweet life Although the best thing I can remember about that flight, Mark, was the ice cream sundae. I was like, "Wow!" Oh, was ice cream? It America- was it the strawberry yeah, it one with
1: with the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. with the like white uh, shaved uh, chocolate on top or whatever? Uh, yeah, it was. That's the really one that bad. I tried to stab for like thirty minutes because it was so frozen that I couldn't even eat it. <laughs> but it was so good that you're just like stabbing these little bits off, and you're like, "Oh, it's so well, that's good. when you
0: got to." That's when you gotta pick it up and eat it like a popsicle. <laughs> you just gotta hold the <laughs> <whole> bowl bowl.
1: <laughs> They're like, don't worry, those people were upgraded here. They didn't pay for this. That's why they look
0: <laughs> so crazy. Anyway, um, I should mention that the reason why we're upgraded is because I guess whoever, whoever was previously occupied that seat like threw up everywhere. Or no, no, he didn't throw up everywhere. Because we would have smelled that. I think you spilled like water or alcohol like all over a seat or something like that. No, so they don't actually... lie.
1: You were upgraded because you were dressed nicely, right? Like all those posts? how to get <laughs> of upgraded?
0: Of course. I was dressed so <laughs> nicely. I wore a suit to the uh, – I wore a suit to the Honolulu airport. That's how you airport. get upgraded. You I was, wear a suit. <laughs> I, I was sweating like crazy, but you know I have my body glide, so I was all set. And then – they uh, upgraded me, so they—I guess they like had spare cushions for the seat, so they completely reupholstered the seat or replaced the cushion, so we wouldn't have, even have known that there was an issue. Actually, no, I did. Good thing I it wasn't didn't... one of those airbag seats like JetBlue has. That John <laughs> on. <around. laughs> yes, I, there was one thing I noticed that was evidence that there had been an issue. I remember I tried to—I like started pulling up the safety card and I saw that it was dripping a little, and so I just slowly put it back down into the folder and i was like i'm just not going to touch i don't want to know what that is otherwise (laughs) otherwise i'm just going to enjoy myself and this rock hard sunday so that was uh our most unexpected upgrade story and then another great upgrade i think i talked about on this podcast when it originally happened but when we were in japan at the hilton tokyo odaiba i emailed the gm asking for an upgrade i had diamond status actually i still have diamond status even though i canceled aspire like two years ago Who knows? I emailed them and they gave us a room with like an outdoor jacuzzi and stuff like that. It was a really nice upgrade. So that was pretty great. You know, Hilton can come through as well. So,
1: yeah, I I will say like uh, just emailing ahead. It's amazing how much that will get you, like especially GM or anybody. And it might even get you like, hey, we have a suite for 50 bucks or whatever. But a lot of times they'll take care of you. And I know some people like to play games with that little extra comment section. They'll be like, yeah, I like uh, Jolly Ranchers, so leave me a bag of those on the bed. And they'll actually do it sometimes, which I think is a little
0: bit cheap, but (laughs) I know people like to play a game with it. I like Jolly Ranchers. (laughs) (laughs) Never. I haven't haven't thought of that. It's great to get upgrades. And I agree. Just email. I feel like at the very least, especially if you have stayed at the property before, you know you just email and normally if you're going to stay at a property a second time that means you enjoyed the property and so just email and be like hey i really enjoyed the property if there's anything you can do or you know what i always do is i like specifically look at just the cheapest suite that is i don't i don't kind of shoot the moon i just look at what the cheapest suite is see if it's available and be like hey i saw that there's uh this whatever junior suite and if it happened to be available and uh you know there was any way that we could possibly move there that'd be great if not love your hotel anyway looking forward to this day and you know sometimes good things happen
1: yeah your your hawaii story reminds me of the art the trip back on the arby's flight because i went to the gate and i was like please bump me like i just want to spend the night i got the flight picked up for tomorrow it's got space you don't need to give me a hotel you don't need to give me money just bump me and she's like yeah we're oversold by 10 so i think you're pretty good so i went to the bar with my hundred dollar gift card that they gave me for incidentals but they ended up paying for everything so you know Tied a few off, was feeling good, walked back, and she's like, mm, Sorry, we had a whole bunch of no shows. You better get on that plane. <laughs> that was a real kick in the nuts. That was like the only time I've ever tried to get bumped, and I thought for sure it was happening. And then you're walking down there all excited, like, Yeah, she, you know, definitely gonna get bumped, telling everybody that was there with us uh, on the trip. And then we walked down there, and she's like, No, get on that plane to LA. I was like, Oh, crap. You better get on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to um, I'm hopeful, you know, because I, I went for Delta status last year, Delta Platinum and the upcoming the meetup in Vegas. I just checked like my flight just to check seats and I, I got upgraded to comfort plus, which normally happens like pretty quickly on uh, with that status level. But I noticed that and this is for the Ian's the of the world. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Yeah. For the Ian's of the world, it's a Boeing seven, six, seven, 300 and it's got live flat seats, Detroit to Vegas direct. I don't know if they're positioning this or what I've never seen beds on that route, but I'm real hopeful that, that <laughs> so far there's only like five seats taken. So I'm real hopeful. I get an upgrade on that. That would be amazing. And that, that plane stays there. Cause I know when I booked it, it wasn't a live flat plane. So I'm hopeful, you know, fingers crossed that, that, that that'll be one of my better upgrades for sure.
0: Yeah. That'd be amazing. Now, we want to end things out by just talking about uh, future travel plans. I'm curious, Mark, it is February. That means it's time to like, well, I guess you don't put your kids in summer camp, right? But it's time to think about what's going on in the summer. Summer camp you guys start- is the lake, baby. <laughs> so are you guys just going to spend the whole entire summer at the lake? you Are gonna you are going to go anywhere or the lake is good? I mean, I guess you didn't buy that lake house for nothing.
1: Yeah, I think that's the, like one of the things when you buy uh, a cottage or a second home or whatever, like you feel kind of. Trap somewhat. Like you want to go there all the time, but you also feel like you need to to justify it. So it's a weird place to be in. Last year we went rented it out quite a bit and then we were like jealous every time somebody else was using it and we couldn't use it. So this year we're not renting it out. And I feel like we'll be up there most weekends. Um probably gonna take the sun to Chicago for baseball games. Early in the summer, we have some meetups. Uh, we have the Mexico City meetup later in the summer. In the middle, I have it kind of open. I'm sure there will be something comes up in between there. We are going back to um, the Maryland. We're going to Maryland to go to the Hyatt Chesapeake Bay late June. So looking forward to that, taking the family this time so they can check out the property. And then I just booked uh, I booked uh, some of the flights for that. I, I have the hotel reserved. I used my free night service before the uh, variable pricing kicked in by Hyatt, figuring that that would be a, a peak thing in the summer so I got that set but I haven't done flights so I booked some of those this weekend I still need to book the return flights um, messing around with that but yeah not a ton of travel you know and normally I pack it in and then I end up having to add stuff later and then it gets way over the top like three out of four weeks I'm gone so
0: I'm kind of doing it opposite this year leaving it open and just last minute things I'll, I'll plug in as it makes sense are you gonna play golf like when you're with your family do you go play golf by yourself or you know how do you generally navigate that Not being a golf player. I don't know how these things go. Yeah, I don't. I mean,
1: the only time I've ever golfed when traveling was that that last trip to uh, Chesapeake Bay, and that was just because it was part of the promotion. Like, you book a room, you get free golf. So, I normally don't because it takes up so much time, and I'm not like I love golf, but I'm not that into golf that I like to. A lot of people will travel just for golf. That's not me for whatever reason. I don't. I don't want to do it. I mean, I had a great time doing it, so maybe I should, but I don't really want to check luggage either. So I'll just rent clubs. And then you're not getting the full experience because you're not using your clubs. You're trying to figure it out half the time. So it's just not a great setup for me. If it's a a place I can drive to, a four or five hour drive and spending the night, that's a different story. But flying, I don't know. I don't want to mess with all that.
0: Yeah, so we are pretty much all set for summer. I, I totally hear what you're saying about not like overbooking. But, you know, we had this Alaska Disney Cruise planned for years and so that's happening in july and then after that i think we're gonna fly back to new jersey and hang out with my parents for a little while they'll be on the cruise with us but we'll hang out with them and then uh, oh so you're gonna cruise with them and then spend more time with them that's not normal (laughs) we uh i gotta i gotta say like i could probably i i can spend quite a long amount of time with my in-laws before i start getting annoyed especially if we have like separate rooms and stuff like that and uh in terms of my parents they're they're like so low key pretty much the opposite of me when i'm producing these podcasts with you mark that uh
1: <laughs> send me the send me it now where's the audio send it yeah yeah they're the opposite
0: of that mark don't reveal our secrets okay that was an <laughs> inside joke for the two of us but uh yeah they're like so low-key that you know a lot of times your partner will like not get along with your in-laws and stuff like that but we get along uh super well and so we're gonna go to new jersey for a little while and then we're gonna go with my sister's family to virginia beach uh we rented a nice house there that is like a block from the beach you know, just like you cross the street and you you get to the that. beach, but then you did
1: that last year too, right? Same area. We went
0: to the Outer Banks last year with my wife's family. This year we're going to go to Virginia Beach instead of the Poconos. No heart shaped tub this year, Mark. Oh boo, R.I.P. The the yeah, the but, love uh, is dead. The romance yeah, is dead. There's no more romance. We <laughs> record this on Valentine's Day. I didn't get anything, by the way. <laughs> got to go to CVS later. <laughs> you know what I
1: got? Uh, I told my wife I'm like, just so you know, you're not getting anything for Valentine's Day, but. I was grabbing the kids some stuff today and they already had the Easter things out and she loves those Cadbury egg things,
0: which are disgusting, but she loves them. So I picked, I got her Easter candy for Valentine's Day. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So I saw Easter stuff. I was getting stuff for the kids Valentine's over the weekend. I saw Easter stuff up already, but yeah, so we're going to go to Virginia beach for a week. That house, it's going to be pretty nice. It's a Verbo, um, but. Not only is it close to the beach, but it is on like some sort of canal and there's kayaks. So we can just go straight into the canal and kayak there. And There's this big running joke um, that goes all the way back to my grandmother about how um, all the women in our family love to go kayaking when they're pissed off at their family. Um, and so my mom will do that. She loves when there are kayaks. So uh, we're going to do that. And when then, they run out of eggs, up...
1: she goes kayaking. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> and then uh, we're going to fly to Charlotte to see my sister-in-law's family uh, and that's with jess's family we're going to all go and then we rented a house near a lake there um about an hour outside of charlotte so a lot of house rentals we found that it's the best for like these multi-generational trips i of course would prefer to stay in hotels and not Use share my living points space. and not pay <laughs> Use points, not share living space with, uh, you know, like I said, I can get along well with my in-laws pretty well, but I'd rather not share living space with them. If I don't have to, I'm fine with my parents. But, uh, you know, this works for everyone. That house has a pool as well, too. And it's on the lake. So a lot of water sports over the summer. So we're pretty excited. Yeah. Excited to be flying again. We're flying down to Florida this week. That's going to be my wife's first flight since 2019. Um, and she never really loved flying in the first place. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, extra fun. kids. Of course. are Yeah. The kids are super excited, but she's like, you know, and we're flying on a holiday too. So it's not like that flight is going to be empty. or uh, right? anything like that. So. you're really, uh, you're jamming her up with everything at all at once. I'm going to do all the stuff. She hates all at once. She's going to fly. Hates it. Disney world. Hates it. Uh, <laughs> You're burning. No well, you've
1: saved up those wife points for like two years now, so you burning them all at once.
0: The Nordstrom card did not earn enough points, Mark. <laughs> Let me say that both metaphorically and literally, not enough points from the Nordstrom card. But uh, what are you going to do? Yeah, um, my family,
1: so- my family's coming up to visit uh, this summer. At the they rented a house like a block over. It's you can basically see it from our house, which is pretty cool. And my sister and my parents will be staying in there, and then we can't fit them in our in our small place, but that'll be fun i'm looking forward to that and as well as that is cool that i get to say goodbye to them at the end of the night and they have to go to their own separate area and it's nice to have like that break which you don't get when you're running a big house i mean i know you can go to your room but it's you can't get away so much and i know at the end of the week my sister will probably be a little strung out from my parents so it'll
0: be interesting to see i like to watch it burn down yeah, there's only so many times there's only so many times I can say that my stomach hurts and excuse myself on any one of these given trips. <laughs> you know, what
1: was the what was that uh the movie like this is forty or whatever Paul Rudd was always just sitting in the bathroom playing a game on his tablet just to get away? And she's like, That's what you do when you come in here, you just sit here and play a game. You don't want to be around us? He's like, I just need some time to myself.
0: That's <laughs> hey. Paul Redd is correct about that. So uh, it's pretty exciting, though. I'm sure, you know, I would throw in a friendly bit of advice here right now. You really want to be planning your summer travel now. You know, Mark is all set because he's got his lake cottage and we just planned our travel, but especially if you're like want to rent houses with extended family or like see people you haven't seen in a long time and stuff like that. People are ready to travel. I know we said this last year as well, but this year it's like even more. So maybe by the summer, even like our youngest kids will have the option to be vaccinated if they want. So even more people are going to be ready to travel after that. So don't wait, Uh, go ahead and book your summer travel. We booked, one of our houses is non-refundable, but the other is refundable, so you don't even have to lock yourself in. You can just book refundable stuff. So you have it there if you want it, and then you can cancel it if you don't need it, or you know if the uh, Zeta variant or whatever comes out. But I'm not too worried about that stuff um, anymore.
1: I know my buddy sent me, uh, I think they added flights to the Azores or something from, I want to say uh, JFK or something on the East Coast. He's like, yeah, oh. that'd be great for spring or fall trip. I'm like, that that has been high on my list, so... Maybe I'll uh, slide that in there and figure out a way to get there. I think that'd be that'd be a good trip and, and something cool to check out. I've never been, always wanted to go. And that'll be the first time out of the country in a while. So that would be good. Mexico City's coming up. That'll be fun. Hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping that the, the testing requirement coming back drops some point soon. I feel like it's trending that way. And that would open up a lot of things. I, I find it's kind of crazy that you can fly from New York to California and not have to get tested, but you could fly to Mexico. That's like a two-hour flight, and fly back, and you have to have tests. I mean, what's the difference? I don't
0: get it. But It's because you're safe within our borders, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Our borders, are, our board, our borders prevent disease from crossing. Yeah, especially them, when okay? it like just, like when we under, were like just Scott.
1: follow the science, Mark. <laughs> When we were like skyrocketing in cases, I was like, so I could fly somewhere that's actually safer, that has lower uh, caseload, but I can fly in the US and not have to worry about it. It makes sense. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the other thing. I do think a lot of these restrictions are going to drop, but people are going to wait until they drop to book stuff. But... You listening to this podcast are savvy enough. You can book stuff with points that's refundable, or you can find refundable rates. You know that even if you book flights with cash, like a lot of that can be refunded back to credit. And since you travel a lot, you'll be able to use that credit in time. So, you know, book stuff that if they don't drop the restrictions and you're not ready, then you can cancel it. But it's to me, it's always better to have something. Yeah. Instead of, a lot of like, people wanting have to that. travel less minute and then like you know you're screwed
1: done that with japan like let's just book it and if it doesn't open up we can cancel it but if you wait until it opens it's going to be like a madhouse run on it so you might as well get that locked up now
0: true that all right that'll do it for this episode of the miles to memories podcast again if you can subscribe wherever you find podcasts we'd really appreciate that sean will be back next week with plenty of stories i shall not be here because i will be in disney world (laughs) unless i get covid the day that this episode comes out before the day this episode comes out i will be at disney world jess has not even tried to argue i told you how much she hates all this stuff she hasn't even tried to argue about going because she sees it in my eyes mark and see i'm looking into the screen right now she sees it in my eyes like we're going he's he's
1: getting so revved up for it he finally took off his winter
0: gloves during this recording that's right i'm (laughs) using my bare hands today all right i have so i've got so much adrenaline pumping through my veins for this family disney trip that i've waiting been waiting for for years but all three of us will be back together in a couple weeks uh i'm looking forward to hearing about sean's cruise and stuff next week and uh yeah we will talk to you all next week thank you so much for listening Do that. I'm I'm gonna leave this all in (laughs) outtakes. No, don't do that either. (laughs) Uh,
1: do we need to say where people can find us, or we're yeah? Okay, we can do that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind it because it's annoying that we do it every time, but I guess there's a reason for that. Yeah, you know what? Let's just leave this
0: whole part. Who cares? we don't care if they I feel like we should just idea. like
1: have like a set one that we saved and then just
0: reuse that every time. You know what? We'll just leave this conversation that we're having right now in out into outtakes. Okay. So Mark, <laughs> where can we find you <laughs> on
1: Twitter at Detroit, Mark, or join uh, the miles to memories, Facebook groups or comment on the articles or uh, join the join the diamond group and come to our awesome meetups, Vegas, Vegas,
0: baby. Yeah, we- we promise it's not as sarcastic as Mark made it sound right there. And uh, you can find me uh, at As Joe Flies. Hope you enjoyed this outtake, everyone. Goodbye.